Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Detour to Neverland. Today we're going to start our episode by giving you a few updates and letting you know about a couple different things that we have going on in our lives, but also things that are going on with our old guests and people that we've been able to interview. So our first piece of news is that Brendan's new podcast, Kingdom Outcasts, is on iTunes. Finally. Finally. Um, So if you are interested in checking that out and giving that a listen, Kingdom Outcasts. Yep, you can also find the link in our show notes. Mm -hmm. What else do we have? So we have two episodes coming out pretty soon that we're going to be recording in the next week or so that we're excited to share with you guys. I wanted to give you a heads up so you can follow along and, you know, be prepared for these. So the first one is going to be Tokyo. Again, a trip report. I know we've had one before, but honestly, I love Tokyo so much. And it's our great friend Sarah and Jeff from Adults in Disney who have just got back. So we're going to be able to chat with them, get their experiences with it. Honestly, I'll do a million Tokyo trip reports. You definitely can't get enough Tokyo. So we're going to get their you know, perspective, what they liked, maybe didn't like, who knows. Um, and we'll just see kind of how... That went for them, being first-time guests at Tokyo. Yeah, and so the other one is one that I want to key you guys into because I believe she just got there either yesterday or today, and it's Jackie from Disney Snackaholic, and we had her back in episode 28, if you're not familiar with her, but she's a Disneyland local, and she's in Walt Disney World right now, um, and so we really want to get her perspective on being a Disneyland person. What's it like being in Walt Disney World in a much bigger park? Just kind of everything that goes along with that. Does the magic transfer over? So those are just the types of questions that we want to get to get from her. Um, but the reason I wanted to key you guys in, because you can follow her on Instagram at Disney Snackaholic. I think there's an underscore in there as well, but you'll search for her. You'll find her um, and follow along with her story. So you get her impressions off the bat and then we'll follow up with a trip report after that. And you'll probably get to see some yummy snacks. Yeah. So that might Help your day might make you really hungry and maybe not follow your New Year's resolutions. I was actually watching them right before we started this, and she got some cotton candy already. Ooh, okay. She okay. was not a fan. Not a fan. Well, so you got to you know follow along with her and see maybe what is good. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, the other thing that, like we mentioned in our last episode, is we want to keep shining the spotlight on some of our content creators and people who create products that we've interviewed in the past. And something really cool that's going on right now is our four sister friends over at Stress-Free Mickey are doing a series on all of the different parks in Walt Disney World and their first impressions. So a similar theme to what we're going to try to get out of Jackie with, with her trip report is kind of the same thing where Disneyland is their home park and then you know they're coming back and writing these blogs of their first impressions in, in these parks in Orlando. So that'll be super fun, and you know you should definitely check out their blog posts if you're if you are planning on being a first time guest. This might give you some better insight from someone who has just experienced it in some of these new attractions. Um, you know, it's always good to hear it straight from you know other people. 
Yeah. And us as Walt Disney World people without being our home park, it's so fun to hear these people, different people experience these parks for the first time. Because they pick up on things that we miss. So it's so interesting. Oh, yeah. So you can check those out over at StressFreeMickey.com. Let us know how you guys like those series. Um, and let Erica and Heidi and Alicia and Danielle know as well. So today um, we have a super exciting episode. So, Brendan, I'm going to let you introduce our guest for today. Yeah, so we're so excited today to welcome on Tucker who is Toy Story Dad. You can find him on Instagram by that same name. Tucker, we thank you so much for joining us today. Catherine and I honestly could not love your account anymore. We love following along with Beckham and Rachel and all the amazing costumes that you wear to the park. So if you could go ahead and introduce yourself and maybe for someone who's not as familiar with you, tell a little bit about what Toy Story Dad is all about. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be on the show today. And uh, my name is Tucker, and I am the dad behind the Toy Story Dad Instagram account. And I run the page along with my wife, Rachel, and our little boy, Beckham. Beckham just turned one this last August, and it's been a lot of fun raising our first child and especially teaching him the ways of Disney, <laughs> um, raising him right. And a little bit about our page. Uh, we just... Uh, share our our Disney adventures with uh, our little family. Um, it's just the three of us right now, but we live in Utah, so we don't get to experience the parks every day. Um, but we try to bring a little bit of the Disney magic wherever we are by creating fun Disney costumes for our little boy and dressing him up. So, And we can definitely relate to that being in Tennessee, we don't get to go to the parks near as often as we want to. So I love that you're making those costumes so that you can kind of keep that Disney magic alive at home. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's so much fun to just do it from wherever you're at. And it doesn't matter where you live. You can always bring that little bit of magic in your life, whether it's Disney-inspired food or Disney-inspired costumes. There's lots of fun ways you can do it. So so where did your love for Disney kind of start? Um, that's a great question. So I honestly can say that growing up, like I wasn't always Disney crazy as I am now. Um, I had never been to a Disney park um, up until 2013. Uh, when I married my wife, Rachel. I mean, I'd always enjoyed the Disney movies and especially Toy Story. There was something about Toy Story. Um, I don't know exactly why, but I just had always loved it since a child. And my wife uh, actually started a Toy Story collection for me. And I've just kind of built upon that. But when we got married, um, she was like, Disney is going to be a part of our life. And so we we planned a trip to Disneyland, and um, when I got there, I, I just immediately fell in love with Disneyland, and we decided that we were going to go at least once a year, and then um, we actually ended up buying season passes, and so now we go a lot more frequently than once a year, but it's just been fun. I guess you could say my wife converted me to Disney, and... 
now I'm crazier than she is. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we can thank her for uh, kind of pushing you off that ledge and, and making you jump into the deep end of the kind of Disney fandom. So that's great. Would you ever, and, and something that really stood out to us when we were reading, you know, your blog and all that is that on your about me page, you guys have a family Disney bucket list trip. Did you ever expect that, you know, one trip to Disneyland would kind of unravel all of that and lead to that you have all these goals that you want to accomplish uh, with Disney? I'm honestly never thought that would happen, but <laughs> Now I honestly can't imagine life without it. So it's it's my life has been changed completely. So I went from someone who had never been to someone that has basically converted my family and my wife's family into Disney nuts also. So So Beckham was born back last summer, correct? So Kind of what when what was his first trip to Disney, and how did you guys decide, or, or how did that evolution take place? Where you decided that costumes were going to be something that he enjoyed doing, and that you guys enjoyed experiencing the parks that way. Yeah, so I first started like the Instagram page Toy Story Dad. I actually just like converted my personal page. I had like two pictures on there. And Instagram to me was like something that the girls did. Like they took pictures and selfies. And I I honestly was just like, this is dumb, whatever. But um, just to more appease my wife, like I was trying to show that I was going to be a good dad and taking pictures of the baby. And so I just took my love of Toy Story and some of my Toy Story collection items and just kind of threw together a little photo shoot and took some pictures and threw it up. And then randomly I was just sitting there one day and I was like, I'm gonna change my handle on Instagram to Toy Story Dad because I like Toy Story and I'm a dad now. <laughs> and so, yeah, that happened. And then kind of months went by and I was just, we would just post uh, pictures of Beckham in Disney clothing, whether it was actual costumes that we'd buy at the store or just Mickey Mouse shirts, whatever we could find, really. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of options, but we just kind of throw that together. And um, I kind of, in the back of my mind, wanted to do something with it, but I wasn't like fully committed. Uh, my mom had a cat Instagram of all things. And so I was kind of taking some of her tactics that she was using with like hashtags. And I knew nothing about what I was doing. I was just like throwing pictures up, no consistency whatsoever. Um, and we went on Disneyland trips and I would, we would take pictures there. Uh, but it wasn't until probably February, I think it was, of this year that we took a trip with Beckham. And it was one he... Because we took his first trip when he was two months old. So he's pretty much just asleep the whole time. But um, the next trip we took in February, he was like six months. So he was starting to get more alert and aware of what was going on around him. And on that trip, we had him dressed in a Woody costume. And people there were just flipping out over Beckham and how cute he was. 
And ever since, even like just getting on the shuttle to go from the hotel to Disneyland, we had three people ask to take his picture. <laughs> and then it just like the whole rest of the day, like we didn't even really do rides because like people were just like surrounding us constantly wherever we'd go just to take pictures of Beckham. And like one thing that was super funny to me is I'd go into the bathroom to change his diaper and I'd come out and there'd literally be a line of people waiting to see this baby that everyone was talking about. And I was like, what is going on? This is so weird. Um, but then the real kicker was as we were walking through Cars Land and Disney California Adventure, I hear someone yell, Toy Story Dad. And I was like, did I just hear that right? Toy Story Dad? Like, um, then like these three girls ran up to us and they're like, are you Toy Story Dad? And I was like, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever really called me that before. But, um, and so we met this family that had been following us for a while. And at that point we had maybe 700 followers. So we weren't even a big deal, but my wife and I were just like, wow, like people like what we're doing. And obviously, uh, people like Beckham. It's not just us. I mean, a lot of people think he's cute. Um, so on that trip, we talked a lot more and we decided that we were going to pursue it full time and started posting pretty much every day and, uh, had to convince my wife. And I think that was the thing that convinced her. Cause at first when I, those previous months, she just thought I was crazy trying to do what I was doing. But, um, I definitely needed her help with the costumes, um, so I was glad to get her on board. Um, so, yeah, we've just been going at it ever since. So, Well, and I'm sure after that trip, it probably didn't take much convincing um, since he was such a hit. And like you said, you didn't have, you know, a ton of followers yet, um, but it definitely helps having such a cute kid, you know, wanting to take that jump. Yeah, definitely. So kind of as you created your page and, you know, decided to pursue it full time, what's your ultimate goal? Um, so this is kind of a vain goal, I guess. But um, my like dream goal, like ever since I like realized that this has had potential, like a goal that might probably won't happen because it's so far out there, but to go to Pixar Studios for the Toy Story 4 premiere. Um, Cause it might be the last chance that that happens. I don't know if they're gonna make more Toy Story movies, but um, really that's kind of our silly goal, I guess, um, for me. But really we just, we just love making people smile. And that's one thing that I've noticed um, doing this, the more and more that we do it. And as we've been able to grow, we're reaching people all around the world and we get messages almost on a daily basis of like people telling us that they're going through a hard time and that what we posted today was able to cheer them up a little bit. Um, I've had people message me even like them being able to like they have a coworker that's going through depression and no matter what they can do, no matter what they try, they can't get them to even smile. 
but then they're like check this cute baby out and immediately they smile and hearing things like that i mean makes everything worth it um the hours and hours that we spend taking pictures and making costumes and planning i mean it's all worth it when we get messages like that so yeah that's amazing and it's you know so great that you're able to make that impact and i think it really just speaks to um a the the magic of disney and how it connects with so many different people and and it's able to bring them that joy and spread that magic but but also just how much people adore your little family and and you know people are so thankful that you're able to share little glimpses into to what's going on with you guys and and your adventures in the park so uh i can say that you know for us too it's been great to follow along and be able to see those you know adventures and, and the different costumes that come out and and ultimately just be able to live and, and see the joy vicariously through you guys so that's amazing so we've got to ask so the slinky dog costumes with beckham's cousin audrey did you were you prepared for the whirlwind kind of the the viral sensation that took place did you have any idea you know obviously you probably knew it was a great costume but could you ever have expected the the publicity that it got no (laughs) never never in a million years i mean like you said i knew that it was probably going to be one of our best videos that I ever posted just because I knew that it was super unique. And I mean, it was adorable, honestly. And But just like waking up the next day and having emails from all these people that wanted to like buy rights to the video and people that wanted to share it, I was just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> And so I just kind of had to like step back for a second and calm down before I replied to people because I, it was was very overwhelming. Um, And I mean, I'm very grateful for it because we've been able to reach more people, Um, but never, never could have expected that. So So of all the costumes that Beckham has been in, in the parks, is there one or two that stand out that they're your favorite ones? or any kind of stories that go with those that, that really, you know, at the, at the top of your memory list? Um, honestly, um, like I kind of explained it before, the, the original Woody costume, and it wasn't one that we made. It was just one that uh, we bought at Shop Disney. Um, that one is what kind of started it all so that will always have like a special place in my heart and my memory um because that's that's the beginning to all of this honestly and even to this day like that costume seems to be the hit every time we bought it in a couple sizes just because it's so popular um so we can keep carrying it on but every time he's in that people are still are freaking out about it the same way um and then i i still love the slinky dog costume obviously um because that was something that i knew immediately that i wanted to bring to life and i wasn't sure if we're gonna be able to do it so to see it not only work out but but also to spread all around the world was awesome Another costume I really love um, recently that we did is the 
the Bert costume from Mary Poppins. Yes. With his little <laughs> cousin dressed as Mary. Um, that was just super cute. <laughs> so. So all of your costumes are very detailed. Um, and looking at your picture, you have every detail, every, you know, article of clothing that goes with the outfit. So how long does it take you to make an outfit? Um, it honestly just depends um, on the de- on the level of detail. Um, we make a lot of our costumes, um, and when I say we, I should say my wife because she she does most of the work. Sometimes I'll help out with things, but I'm definitely not as talented as she is when it comes to putting these things together. Um, but we try to get. Uh, clothing to use kind of as the base instead of having to like hand sew like shirts and uh, pants and things like that we try to find things that'll work and then just either cut and tweak and do whatever we need to do a lot of hot glue and felts involved but um, so that saves a lot of time getting like those base pieces in um so we go to like a lot of thrift store, thrift stores to find those kind of pieces that we need. Um, and that also saves money. But time-wise, I mean, some of them can be bust out in an hour. Some of them are days and days. Like, like the Slinky Dog costume was like months, mainly just because we were trying so many different things to get it to work and look the way that we wanted it to. So. That's awesome. I think a fun exercise that we can do with our listeners is I'm going to share my favorite of Beckham's costumes. And if our listeners send me a message, send Tucker a message, you know, whatever you need to do, share which ones are your favorite. I mean, for me, Oogie Boogie has got to be number one. Um, and then the Pinocchio one is amazing as well. Catherine, did any stand out to you? The one that I saw today that I loved was Dumbo. I mean, his little ears are too much. I can't handle it. <laughs> so I think that'll be fun for our listeners uh, to, to send that to us because that's so fun to go back and look at all those because there's, there's so many of them now that sometimes you miss them, but that's amazing. So I think we've covered a lot of great topics. So I thank you for sharing um, everything up to this point. So the next thing we'll jump into is our fast pass round. So I'll just kind of throw out some Disney topics. And if you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind, uh, then our listeners can get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. Does that sound good? Yeah, definitely. All right. So the first one's an easy one. Just name the Disney parks that you have visited. Um, So we've been to Disney World, all of the four parks there, and also Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. So... So of, the, yeah, so so of all of those parks, which individual one is your favorite one and why? Uh, currently Disneyland, um, just because that's where we spend most of our time. So I've grown to love it and all the memories that I've made there. So, so then the next one um, is about your Disney bucket list. So we know you already have a bucket list. What's the next trip that you're planning? Um, we have a trip planned to Disney World um, next week, actually. Um, but as far as like crossing something off of our bucket list, 
Um, we have a tentative trip planned to Tokyo Disney, which I've been excited for for like 2021. So we um, hopefully we'll meet you there. <laughs> it's at the top of our list. I think so many people are attracted to that park, and and so that'll be great. Uh, I feel like you know I'm sure you have followers in Japan, but I would love to see the guests there's reactions because i know that there's a lot of disney bounding and a lot of people go all out so i feel like that would be amazing for for beckham to be there yeah i'm excited too for a lot of reasons (laughs) so next one would be your favorite disney resort favorite disney resort um i honestly haven't stayed in any of the resorts so um other than all-star movies at uh in florida um and i guess that want to be my favorite that i've experienced so far because they have a lot of toy story stuff there all those giant giant toy story uh statues and whatnot so is there maybe a disney resort that's on your bucket list or one that you visited that that stands out as well um I've always kind of wanted to stay at the Grand Californian just to be able to walk out into the park. It looks fun, so but the price is just can't justify it. <laughs> so then if you could only have one fast pass ride for the rest of your life, which one would it be? Um probably Radiator Springs Racers and Cars Land in Disney California Adventure just because the line is always super long and so if i couldn't fast pass that i don't know if i'd ever wait in line to go on it and it's such a fun fun ride so that's a great choice we agree we just got back from our first disneyland trip a couple weeks ago and we're still raving about radiator springs racers yeah, they did such an amazing job with Cars Land. I, I'm I'm just blown away every time I go there. I notice something new, and I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I've shared it on some previous episodes as well, but it bears repeating that I really wasn't that big of a Cars fan until we went to Radiator Springs. And then ever since we've gotten back, I've wanted to watch the movies, and I've just been hooked. It, 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 something about that completely immersive experience got me hooked on the franchise again. So next one would be if there's one ride that you think that is ready for an exit from the parks or due for a refurbishment or maybe just need some TLC, which one would that be? Um, so one thing that I, I would love is Fast Pass for Peter Pan in Disneyland <laughs> just because the line is always so long and the ride is, I mean, the ride's a classic, so you have to do it, but waiting 45 minutes for a like 10 second ride it seems is it would be nice to have fast pass and the the disneyland peter pan does not have the cool queue like the one in walt disney world does it no you're literally just standing out in the sun for for 40 minutes so yeah at least in walt disney world i mean typically we won't wait that long for it but if you do have to at least you have that really great queue to go through to to buy the time so then this next one's our favorite question what's your favorite snack or go-to snack so for me anything that involves ice cream I, i love ice cream um 
Disneyland recently had a churro Sunday for Halloween. And that was by far the best Disney snack I've ever had. It was like a ice cream, cookie dough ice cream with cookie butter, caramel, and then topped with a churro. Uh, I'm sad that it was only temporary because it was honestly the best thing I've ever had. So I'm honestly really sad right now that we missed that. How did we miss that? <laughs> there were just too many snacks. We were there during Halloween time. <laughs> there were just too many snacks for us to get to. We just guess didn't get to that one. Yeah, that's the problem. There's too, there's too many things to try. There's not time or money to get to them all. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and book uh, a trip back for next October. Mm-hmm. So next one um, would be your favorite restaurant. So we'll break it into two, if possible, your favorite table service restaurant, your favorite quick service restaurant. Um, so table service um, definitely is going to be Blue Bayou for me because um, you get to sit inside of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and experience all that atmosphere. And the food's really good. I really like their drink that they have called the Louisiana Lemonade. Definitely one of my favorite drinks in the park. Um, As far as quick service goes, uh, over in that same area, the Golden Horseshoe. Um, One, because they always have good treats that involve ice cream. Um, Like the Churro Sunday was there. But then also, the food's really good, so... So I know it doesn't fall into this category, but I want to encourage our listeners to go over to your blog at toeternityandbeyond.com and read your experience from Club 33. So I know that doesn't fall into the table service category, but maybe if you could share a little bit about that experience and, you know, and the full versions up at the blog, I highly encourage anybody to go read that. Uh, but did you guys enjoy being able to get up there? Yeah. Um, so one thing I will say is that um, I'm not fancy, <laughs> and my wife isn't either. So the food there is very good, but it's very different if you're not used to eating in, uh, I guess, expensive restaurants. So, um, but we we really the food was very good. Um, Uh, But more for us, it was just like the atmosphere, the experience of being in an exclusive place. And we sat right by this grand window that looked over uh, New Orleans Square. So we were able to look out on all of the poor people roasting out in the heat. (laughs) So we sat up there. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely something we'll never forget um, to be able to be somewhere where we might never be able to be again so it was a lot of fun though and so your pro tip right is to order extra salad yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the one the one thing that wasn't (laughs) very good Uh, i don't know what it is about it maybe it's just we don't have a refined enough palate but it seemed like everyone that we were with did not like the salad except for becca Beckham liked it, so everyone was just passing their salad plates to him. That's hilarious. So then, um, the next one, what is your favorite character meet and greet moment? 
Um, so for me, it would definitely be uh, we met during Pixar Fest, uh, Woody and Jesse from Toy Story. And uh, as with Becca meeting them and Jesse was like super excited and Beckham absolutely loves Jesse, like definitely his favorite character. And so he just lit up and I have a video of it on my Instagram page, but Jesse was just, just like immediately hopped down on the floor with him and was like imitating everything that he was doing. And you could just tell that he was super happy to do that. Woody looked a little hesitant to get down on the floor, but he also got down. And it was just really cute to see them both get down to his level and interact with him. So, Yeah, that's awesome. So the next question is your favorite Disney movie. I think we already know the answer to that. Do you have maybe two questions that can follow up on that? Which one of the Toy Story movies is your favorite? One, two, or three? And do you have a second place favorite Disney movie? Yeah, so definitely Toy Story, as you can guess. Um, to rank the Toy Stories, I would go the first one, the third one, and then the second one. Um, we'll see where the fourth one comes in when it's out. But uh, second uh, a couple of the other movies I really love are Big Hero 6 and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Um, and I really loved the Ralph Breaks the Internet movie because I'm a web developer and tech nerd. So to me, they honestly just nailed that movie. Like, I don't think they could have done a better job. Um, so, but yeah. And that one's been on our to-do list we've wanted to see ralph wrecks the internet breaks the internet but we haven't gotten to yet so we need to do that definitely go it's it's one of the best movies i've seen in a while so good deal so then what is your favorite disney song um i really like you've got a friend in me um and especially more uh since beckham has been born like the lyrics just like really hit me with him for some reason so i don't want to get too emotional so i won't go into all the details but yeah i just love no, it that's great yeah that's that's awesome um so next one would be your favorite disney quote either from walt himself or from any of the movies um, so my favorite Disney quote is to infinity and beyond. Um, just, there's a lot of directions you could go with that, but, um, if you've seen our blog, it's to eternity and beyond. Um, that's kind of been our family motto ever since my wife and I were dating. Um, and we've carried that on since we've been married and, uh, but I just like the idea that um, there's more than just today. So, Yeah, that's great. I love that. So the last question is something that we ask all of our guests. Um, and, it, and you've really walked us through kind of your mindset of, of starting the Instagram page um, and then the blog as well. Um, so I think you have some great insight into it. So if there's someone out there and they have this love or this passion for Disney and they're looking for the right project to take on, whether it be a, a podcast, a blog, 
a YouTube channel, whatever it might be, and they're looking for the right uh, kind of avenue to express themselves, what would your piece of advice to that person? Yeah, so one thing I've noticed is um, a lot a lot of people try to do this um, and they expect immediate results <laughs> um, and it, it, it doesn't work that way. Um, uh, even though we went viral and uh, we got a lot of followers that way, um, it's not always going to happen. And even before that happened, I mean, we've spent countless hours doing what we do. Um, it, it, it really just comes down to time. And so going along with that is making sure that you're really passionate about it um, because it's not all fun. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know uh, running a podcast. I mean, it's not just as simple as getting on for an hour and uh, asking people questions and throwing it up. And there's a lot of editing that goes into it, planning and all sorts of things. And it doesn't matter if it's Instagram or a blog or a YouTube channel. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Um, and so just make sure that you love what you're doing because then those hours and hours of work that you have to put in, um, although it isn't all super fun, at least you are enjoying what you do because you are doing something that you're passionate about. So, And I think that's really great advice because that also kind of plays into the, you know, authenticity of your page. You know, it's something that you enjoy. You know, you're not faking it. You're not just doing it, you know, to go viral and, you know, get exposure and things like that. You know, like you said, it kind of built up over time. Yeah, I think that that's exactly right. And I love that that you kind of have to enjoy that process from start to end. You can't just enjoy the final product. You have to enjoy all the the work that goes into it and and the um, kind of refinement of your skills to be able to continue to improve and, and enjoy that process. So I love that and I, I thank you for sharing that. So Tucker, Toy Story Dad, um, I thank you so much for joining us today. We really loved hearing about your story, about your family story. I know so many people, you've connected with them and, and been able to share so much joy. So I thank you for that. Is there anything else that you would want to share with the listeners before we head off? I uh, know. I'm just happy to have been able to hop on here and share my experience with everyone. And I hope that um, I can inspire someone to do the same. Um, so like I said, um, I'm not here to get famous or make a lot of money. I, I, I really just like to spread the, the Disney magic and the joy that it brings. So just encourage everyone to find a way that they can spread that happiness with someone else. Yeah, that's great. So I can say on behalf of Catherine and I, and I think for as the Disney community as a whole, we just thank you for doing what you do. Um, it's so great to be able to see those amazing pictures, amazing videos, get to know your family a little bit better. Um, so that's wonderful. To our listeners, if you're not already, 
you're really missing out. I'm not sure what you've been doing the whole time this episode. You really need to go connect with Tucker over at Toy Story Dad on Instagram. Also read his blog at toeternityandbeyond.com. Really great content over there. Some trip planning um, resources as well as some reviews. So that's great. So Tucker, thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.